Hi everyone, welcome back to the Health Cafe. I'm your host, Vanessa Tiu, and I have a very exciting episode for you guys today. I have Sif, the co-founder of Array, on to chat with me, but before that, let's hop into our segments. First up, what's fueling me today? What am I grateful for? I am grateful to be back in a good work rhythm. I feel like for a lot of January and a little bit even of February, I was in a little bit of a funk, just seasonal depression kind of hit a little bit hard, but I'm really grateful to kind of be back in a regular flow, a good routine with school, with work, with just everything going on. My flow and routine has been back and it makes me really happy that that is going well. And I'm super grateful to just kind of have come out of that funk. I feel like half of it was honestly just how gray it was and a little bit of vitamin D deficiency, but grateful to be out of that. What I'm sipping on this week, just some life updates for you guys. This past Monday was family day and I went skiing for the first time in nearly eight years. I used to go skiing all the time as a kid and growing up. It was one of my favorite winter activities. I always would go with my dad who was a big skier. And just once I hit high school, I kind of just stopped going. I just didn't go anymore because I have a younger brother and he never wanted to go but this year he finally decided that he likes skiing so we had a big family ski day my whole family went out and my boyfriend came and it was great to finally be back on the slopes I was a little bit wobbly it took me a few runs to get into a good flow but it was so great to do something again that I haven't done in so long so so nice besides that though it is reading week for me this week and it is honestly just a big work week it's nice to be able to have a little bit of a break from school take some time to catch up on things that i need to do or just work things that i had been putting off also just like have some slow productivity because i do have one midterm right after reading week but luckily a lot of mine were before reading week so i really get to take this week to slow down and just kind of catch up on all the things that I should have done in January or the beginning of February, but just never really happened. And the last update is that my graduation is all confirmed and good to go. I got my final grad confirmation emails that all of my programs will be completed so long as I pass these courses that I am in this semester, which won't be a problem but i got the emails that everything is good to go with my degree which is really really exciting also a little bit nerve-wracking i know in the last episode we kind of talked about not being defined by your grades in school and that but i feel like still it's such a weird thing to be leaving school and possibly not ever going back when school has consistently been in my life for the last well ever. It's definitely a weird feeling to think that I'm graduating and possibly may never go back to school. Weird, but exciting. Definitely a conflicting time in life, but I am excited and looking forward to graduating as well. I feel like I've worked really hard these last four years on this degree and it'll feel good to know that it's done. And yeah, so I'm excited about that as well. But moving in to my recent faves, 
The weather in Toronto has been kind of up and down, but on the warmer days, I've been loving wearing a longer denim like maxi skirt. I'm a big maxi slash midi skirt girl to start, but I recently got a denim one and I am obsessed. It is my favorite thing and is going to be so, so heavily worn this spring once the weather decides to settle on a number and not keep flipping back from minus 15 to plus 15. I don't know what Toronto is doing. The weather is weird, but that is my first recent fave. I also have been loving this lip compound from You Beauty. It is my saving grace right now in this dry weather. And I know I talk about the dry Toronto weather all the time, but that's just how brutally bad it is. And this lip compound from You Beauty, she is amazing. We love her. My last recent go-to has actually been my workout routine, if I can say that, because I have stuck to the same consistent five workout per week workout program for the last three weeks now, and I have been seeing a good amount of progress. I've also been doing kind of like a slight mini bulk, like I am on a slight caloric surplus. And let me just tell you guys, the gains, the gains are coming in. Your girl is happy because I am someone that's always kind of been scared to bulk and scared to put on weight, but I made a commitment to myself this year that we would do it. We would put on at least 10 pounds of weight muscle gains, you know? So I'm keeping that commitment to myself, just taking it slow and easy, still trying to eat pretty clean, but of course, giving myself some leniency in that 80-20. But I have loved this workout program that I've created for myself right now. For those of you that are newer around here, I am a CPT, certified personal trainer. So I do make all of my own workout programs. And this one that I have going right now, she is spicy. She has been killer. I honestly am obsessed. But without further ado, let's get into spilling today's tea with Sif, the co-founder of Array. We are going to chat all about natural versus antibiotic remedies, as well as what it has been like starting a company with her partner. And we also chat just a little bit about her health journey and how you guys can start on your health journey and get obsessed with it as well. All right. So today on the episode, we have Sif, who is the co-founder of Array, joining me. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you on the podcast. So why don't you go ahead and give us your little elevator pitch about yourself? So my name is Sif. I am the co-founder of Array, which is an all-natural um, supplement slash wellness brand. Um, we solve targeted problems and our products work in under an hour. Amazing. I love that. So next we do something on my podcast when we have guests on called rapid fire. So basically just the first answer that comes to mind, you let me know. The first one is what's something you are grateful for today? Oh my God. So much uh, sunshine. Amazing. I love that. There's not sunshine in Toronto where I am right now. There's like oh, a snowstorm. I'm <laughs> that is okay. It was pretty the last few days, but today just like the snow came out and I'm sitting looking out the window and it's totally gray. So we had a team meeting earlier today and um, we have two, well, one member of our team in Toronto and another one and like also on the East coast, but in the States and our team in LA was like, it's been so cold here the last few days. And like our Toronto team member was like, what are you even saying right now? Like we are in a snowstorm and I'm like, yeah, okay. 
for your audience. (laughs) Come come to Toronto, experience the the negative weather for a minute, and then you can go back and be grateful for the sun. So gnarly. All right. So the next one is, what is your best recent read? Oh my gosh. Okay, I I read a lot, but. But um, I will talk about a fiction book, which I just read and I enjoyed it, or kind of historical fiction. It is called Jacqueline in Paris. It is It chronicles Jacqueline Kennedy's time in Paris, like kind of based on all of that. And it just goes over Paris in the 1940s, like the whole scene post-World War II, um, what it was like, how Paris was rebounding back. So I just really enjoyed that because I, I love learning just even what the world looks like prior to where we are today. So I really enjoyed that read. Okay. I love that. I'll have to add that to my list. I've read like a a few historical fictions over the years, but it's not like my most read genre. So I love being able to like uh, find good new reads. So I'll have to pick that one up. And the last one is what is your current go-to meal or snack? Hmm. Um, Honestly, the last two weeks have been insane we've been in the throes of a product launch so I've not cooked a ton so I've just been getting the brisket bowl with a lot of vegetables at dialogue which is like a really good cafe here in LA okay cute I love that love a good salad from a cafe so yummy yeah All right. So let's get into our main questions for the day. So I love Array. I first have to say that I've been using their products probably for about a year. So that was also a big reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Like I genuinely love and use the products. I feel like my audience knows that as well. So that makes my day. Thank you so much for saying that. It really does mean the world to us. And it's, it's just been great too, seeing your brand grow like because like I said I've been using for over a year so I feel like you guys have had a lot of growth and like new products in the last little bit so I love totally yeah but I'd love to hear a little bit about why you started the company what was the original vision and all of that so um I started the company with my husband back then he was my boyfriend now he's my husband but uh started it because I struggled with my own health for a really long time and essentially kind of had to become my own like witch doctor, because I felt that like, just whatever care I was getting from doctors, like allopathic doctors, I wasn't getting what I needed. And so I just kind of dove into the world of holistic remedies, got really, really into it, and started to see the power in it. And then from there, like learning to troubleshoot all of these issues that I had, like, you know, feeling bloated, anxious, fatigue, whatever these issues were. And I saw the power that this these products had like these individual things. And so being my own guinea pig, I just knew very well that there were um, products that could be created, which would solve an issue holistically with like, you know, a combination of a number of ingredients. And so um, I kind of looked at the skincare category as a parallel, because if you go into Sephora as you know, anyone, any consumer, you go in, you find something for your dark spots, your acne, your hyperpigmentation, whatever your issue is, it's so easy to navigate. It's so like beautifully packaged. So you get excited to use these products and do good for your skin. And then it's also formulated by either a dermatologist or a chemist. So you kind of have that trust. And so when I saw that this was happening in the skincare industry, which wasn't the case when I was like, like a kid, and I'd see my mom doing it, it was just a complete overhaul that had happened in the course of like, I don't know, like 10 years. So I knew that that would happen or that had to happen in the wellness industry because people were just really underserved. So um, we decided that this is the project that we were going to undertake and we really wanted to solve 
bloating and anxiety because the two issues went hand in hand and everyone was complaining about them. And so we worked with an incredible naturopathic doctor to help us formulate it. And we're off to the races. Yeah, I love that. I definitely agree that something I feel like over COVID and even just the last few years, people have definitely looked more wellness and looked more internally rather than like externally of let me try this medication let me try this of like these prescribed things to fix all these problems but it really comes down to like a lot of natural ingredients and natural things that help yeah those internal issues exactly and like you know I think that for a long time people were just popping pills like they were skittles because no one was really advocating for themselves no one was really doing research into like okay like if I'm having a problem over and over again, is there something I could do? Can I maybe choose a more natural route versus uh, a chemically laden one? But now I think the tides are shifting and people are getting more interested in what the um, natural world has to offer, like what they have available to them versus like running to the doctor's office or running to the drugstore to get like something like more high in chemicals, if you will. Mm -hmm, definitely especially as someone growing up like for me I was probably on antibiotics like one to two times a year yeah like oh more than that one to two times like a month for me it was insane oh my goodness so you you can definitely relate with that I know just like Canada and the states are both like very aligned in that way and that like let me give you an antibiotic for any like issue that you have so definitely like as it was like very, I mean, a hundred percent. And I remember in college, I was literally doing an interview yesterday and I was speaking to the author and I was telling her that like in college, I was so prone to UTIs and yet no one told me how I could prevent getting the UTIs to begin with, like taking a really strong probiotic every day or whatever. And I would get them so often that I became antibiotic resistant, which is insane. Like that's so dangerous. So, um, antibiotics are serious it wipes out your gut and like you should you know like you should take it when you need it but it shouldn't be all the time that you're taking it Mm -hmm, definitely it's not just like a one and done solves your issue like there definitely is bigger things that come with it when you're taking those consistently so I love that you've gone more the natural route and like really done the research into that because like you're saying I think a lot of people don't look into natural remedies enough and so the fact that Mm -hmm. you're bringing more awareness to that is amazing Thank you. Of course. And I know you mentioned that you co-founded the brand with your boyfriend, who's now your husband. I'd love to hear a little bit about that because I know my boyfriend and I, who are also long-term, tried to mm-hmm. start a brand together like back at the beginning of our university days. And we just like butt heads all the time. So how has that been for you two? So here's the thing that I always say when it comes to working with your partner, it either works or it doesn't. So Nish and I have completely different skill sets, like 100%. Like we don't touch the same things in the business. In fact, like for each of us, we cover each other's blind spots. So he's very technical and analytical. I am very creative. So he doesn't touch the things that I do and I don't touch the things that he does. So there's not a lot of opportunity to butt heads. Now, when we do debate, it's more so like he may bring a very interesting um, perspective to a marketing or a branding decision, which perhaps I hadn't really thought of vice versa. He may be doing something for, I don't know, like, um, like web or operations or something. And I may bring a perspective to that, which maybe he hadn't thought of. And so in those circumstances, we kind of 
talk to figure out a middle ground. But I think because our skill sets are so disparate and because we both have like a lot of respect in what each other do, because I know that he's excellent at what he does and he knows that I am excellent at what I do and that I can't do his role and he can't do mine. There's a lot of respect because we know that Array wouldn't exist if the two of us weren't working together. So it works for us because we're so different. Mm, I love that, that you really mentioned that like you guys do have different skill sets. Cause I feel like for a lot of people, especially when working with their partners, like a, a lot of people have similar skill sets and try and just like mesh them together and they end don't up like- Don't do that. Yeah. That, like <laughs> that do not, if, like don't do that. And not just for your partner. Like if you are getting into business with someone, if mm -hmm. you and your co-founder are overlapping on the same things, that's like a disastrous idea because you guys it's just human nature it's not one brain and so if you're working on the same things you'll have more opportunity to um butt heads and that'll lead to like the business crumbling because the business is only as strong as the co-founder's relationship and so like don't work on the same things <laughs> No, such a great piece of advice. Like I really, I completely agree. I feel like if you're overlapping your skill sets, then you're not going to be able to cover all of your bases, which when you're starting a business, like you really need to have someone that can do everything. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I was, I forgot, I was talking to someone about this like a couple of days ago and Nish and I like were saying that like when we started the business, we bootstrapped it. So we didn't have a lot of money and between the two of us, we could cover every function within the business. So we could hold off on hiring for as long as we could, because we were able to do every single thing. Like between Nish and I, we were competent at every function that a business needs done. So th that is what you want when you're going into business with a co-founder that like the two of you should be able to cover everything. So you can minimize your hires until you have proof of concept and a, an MVP product and all of that. Mm, definitely. I love that. I know for me, I'm definitely a very headstrong type A person. And now I've gone more of the solo CEO route in my yeah. like entrepreneurial businesses. So totally. that was my trying, trying it out with my boyfriend, butting heads and going, okay, never mind. Yeah. And it doesn't work for some people. Like I was talking to my dad about this and he's also um, an entrepreneur and he told me straight up that he could just never have a co-founder. It's just not in his nature to want to share um, responsibility in like, you know, decision making. And he felt that he can kind of like sufficiently cover all the bases. And so it, not everyone needs a co-founder. Not everyone does well with a co-founder. So it's just about knowing yourself. Mm, definitely. When it came to starting the business or just even throughout the past few years of owning the business, has there been any really big like debates between you and the co-founder? And was there any like certain strategies that you would use to solve or get around that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, we debate about everything, right? Like that's just what go good co-founders do that like you both bring different um, schools of thought to the table and that's okay. That's just, that's why you're there. It's to riff off of ideas, but nothing that really sticks out to be honest. Like it's never been something that we are like at loggerheads about. It's more so like, I need your opinion on this or, you know, this area of your side of the business really needs improvement because of XYZ reason. Maybe it's losing too much money. Maybe someone has made a bad hire. It's things like that. And then it's putting our heads together and really solving whatever problem um, the other is dealing with. So nothing that sticks out that it has been, you know, um, 
like serious, really. No, I, I love that. You guys seem to really have a great relationship when it comes to the brand. So yeah, we love working together. It's actually like the best thing that I've ever done in my life. Like I love working with Nish. He's so smart and we just get along really well. That's great. We're going to flip now a little bit because this is the health cafe. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the health side of things. Totally. So tell me a little bit about your past relationship with health. What did that look like? And I guess you did kind of mention how that played into creating Array, but more just, mm-hmm. I guess, in depth on your relationship with your health. Well, I think as I started to get interested in health, like I kind of had to be interested in it if I wanted to kind of, because I, I, I had struggled with my immune system essentially. Okay. And so my why was just wanting to feel better. And so that's how I got into all of this. So this was probably in my early 20s, it piqued my interest. And from there, I've obviously become increasingly passionate about it over the years. I love to stay on top of the latest research. Um, You know, I love to nourish my body with micronutrient rich foods. And like, I have a certain supplement protocol and certain lifestyle factors that I think are really important, like getting movement in getting steps in going to the gym because I'm really interested in longevity and like ensuring that my muscles don't degenerate over time. So there's so much, but essentially like I've been building on this for the last, like, I don't know, like nine years. And so it's like a huge area of passion for me. Mm, I love that. If there was one piece of advice that you could give to someone just kind of starting their relationship with health and kind of getting, getting out of a negative mindset, maybe moving towards just an overall healthier lifestyle, what would that advice be that you would give to them? Don't do all the things at once and don't feel like you need to do everything perfectly. So pick one thing that you want to integrate into your life. Like maybe you're very sedentary in which case all you have to do is make a commitment to walk throughout the day. So um, like, you know, think of it like movement snacks. Can you uh, take a little break during lunch? Can you take the stairs? Can you take a meeting while out on a walk? Can you meet a friend for a walk instead of sitting down for coffee or a drink? Like there's, it's like so little, right? And we don't realize that like how, how impactful little life changes can be. So if someone is just getting started, I would say start there. I feel like too, being sedentary is such a big thing in totally. today's like lifestyle that people don't realize how much long-term it affects us and that there are so many oh, yeah. like little ways that we can change that in our day. Like I know Absolutely. so many people now are getting those like bikes that you can work on at home, especially if you're work from home, like you can get one of those mini treadmills and like just walk. I have a friend who sometimes will walk a full marathon in her work day. Like, oh craziness. yeah, I, like tons of people I know are like that now as well. And like, listen, if you're just getting started on your health journey, you don't need to walk a marathon. You don't even need to get a walking pad. Just go outside and while you're doing your meetings, like if you're do- on the phone, take it while walking. I I take most of my meetings while out on a walk, unless I need to look at a screen and like look at data. That's the only time where I'll be like, oh, I'm looking at a deck or I have to look at the data behind something. That's the only time I'll be at my desk. Otherwise, if someone's just talking, why do I need to be sitting down? No, definitely. I don't know if you've heard of this term that's come up more recently. It's called swerking. It's like sweat working. So people no, will I've like never heard of that. go to the gym and work. It's basically like a very easy term, I feel like, for something that people already do, but it's starting to become like a trending word, swerking. 
Oh my God. Okay. Well, you're keeping me abreast on what's going on with um, the, the kids these days. <laughs> Definitely. But I feel like just what you were saying, like even just going out and taking your meeting on a walk is like in that category of that. Totally. It totally is. Yeah. So if there was one thing that you could do differently, like with Array or with your health journey that you could go back and change something, would there be something that you could go back and change? Honestly, like I've been asked this question and I would say no, because I think that every hurdle has brought me to where I am today. And, you know, I, I feel like I needed to get to the point of desperation to get so passionate about this area to begin with. And I, I just think that that desire for change has to come from within. So I wouldn't change anything, you know, because I remember when I was in high school, it's like, I would try to go to the gym here and there, like college, for example, like I'd go run on the treadmill, but like, because it wasn't from the inside and I didn't really understand the science behind it. And I didn't understand that, oh, like there's actually a possibility of finding movement patterns that you really enjoy. I wouldn't have adopted it in the same way. So I feel like I wouldn't change anything. Like we are where we are because of everything that's brought us to this point. Mm, I definitely agree with that. I'm someone... I feel like same like aligned that there's nothing that I would go back and change. Like the things that we go through make us who we are. So I definitely agree with that. I also love that you mentioned like finding a movement that you love because that's something that I really preach as well is that like lots of people complain about going to the gym or finding that movement. But it's like once you find that movement that you love, then working out isn't really seen as a chore and it's just something you go and enjoy every day. Yeah, I I really... This is like something that's so important for people to realize that you aren't going to necessarily love the thing that your best friend loves, but it's about finding the thing that you love. And I promise you, there is something out there for everyone. Okay, maybe it's running, maybe it's dance, maybe it's um, boxing or going to the gym, Pilates, like there's thousands of options, just find the thing that brings you joy. Mm, Definitely. So what is it for you? What's your favorite form of workout? Um, I love to lift weights. I also really enjoy tennis. I like to hike. I like to walk a lot. I like Pilates. So these are like all of my go-tos. Oh, I love that. All right. One last question for you while we wrap up. So if there was one of the products from Array that you could pick that was your absolute favorite, your ultimate go-to, what would it be? Oh God, it's like asking me to pick my favorite child. (laughs) I love them all so much. And I use all of them basically every day. But I think if it's like the one that I've been using the most lately, I would say sleep. Because um, like we were in Europe for most of January, so all of January, we just got back this month. And it's just been very stressful. So I feel like sleep has really helped with like my REM and my deep sleep and just quality of sleep altogether. I love that. That's one that I I feel like I haven't used quite as much, but I've used recently when it's been more of like a stressful season. I've found like restless sleeps and I love it. It's great. Oh, yay. That makes me very happy. Yeah. It's um, look, I use all our products all the time, but I'm just talking about like the season I'm in currently, which is the last two weeks, which have been really, really crazy. And so sleep has severely helped because I track my stats on my aura ring, obviously. And so that tells me everything I need to know when I take sleep. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. It was so great having you. 
Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. And this is your time to plug yourself. So where can the people find you? So you can find Array at Array.co on uh, Instagram and TikTok. You can shop us at Array.com. You can find me at Sifider on all social platforms and my podcast, The Dream Bigger Podcast, wherever podcasts are found. But that is all that I have for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode with Sif, the co-founder of Array. Don't forget to leave a rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you have any guest requests or questions, you can always DM us at thehealthcafe.co on Instagram or thehealthcafe.co website. But that is all from me, and you guys will hear me in the next episode. I love you all so much. Bye.